Long ago in ancient times, there was a school of magic rhymes. It prophesied the mystic nights, the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, come to know the mystic nights are here. Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, we watch things pop culture and then we talk about it. I'm Sky. I'm Jake. You started so fast, I didn't know it. <laughs> you... There was no preamble. There was no okay, ready. It was just yeah. Sometimes I like to just jump in to, to confuse and scare you. Ooh, and you did a good job. I'm very scared. <laughs> Success. Uh, we're watching Mystic Knights of Tiernano. It's episode forty. Forty something. One. Forty one. That sounds right. It's Dark Rider. Is it? Yeah. That's the name of the episode. I guess that's pretty accurate. He did ride a horse a lot, and he was. It was dark most of the time. Well, it was definitely dark at the end. Yeah. It always surprises me how delicately the dog steps over the cords politely. He's, <laughs> rather he's than very barreling through. He's very aware of uh, our human space. It's very polite of him. And it's unexpected because he's such an oaf otherwise. I know. He accidentally runs into things a lot, but when he's paying <laughs> attention. um, So this was a weird one. They just keep finding more things to pepper in there. <laughs> things that we probably should have heard about before. Well, he, that's You don't just... You don't just give a big exposition at the beginning and say, by the way, in the past, this this guy fought the king's ancestors. You build exposition as you go. I mean, you can allude to stuff. You can, like, build or, like, but there's set no reason, something up for There's no reason to later. set this one up. There, no one knew about this at all. <laughs> Mav did. No, I think she, because she, it seems to be an accident what she does. Yeah, kind of. No, not kind of. At least Miter seems annoyed by it. Because she seems to accidentally open a portal and let a guy out. And she's... She seems to be experimenting with a new crystal or something. Yeah, and a guy comes out and she's scared by it. Because he's I mean, mean. I would be freaked out too, but what did she expect to happen? I don't know, maybe she's trying to make nachos. <laughs> if I were to have magic powers, I'd mostly use them for nacho-based spells. Yeah, of course you would, because you're human. Yeah, and I love nachos. Yeah, because you're human. So some guy pops out. Um, His name's Kellogg or Coggy or something. Something like that. But he does have a ridiculous scepter. <laughs> yeah, it's a Halloween decoration. <laughs> it's a femur with a teeny tiny skull on it. You know, the skull of an infant he's got sitting there. I would say it's even too small to be... Whoops! I kicked that. I saw it's it. like the skull of like a spider monkey. <laughs> I don't. It seems to be wearing a helmet. It also, sure does. It's real bad quality, so it's hard to tell. We do get a close-up of it eventually, and it's it, ridiculous. We both laughed. It, it's definitely, a, yeah, just a, hollow, a cheap Halloween decoration. Yeah. There's probably a little trigger on the bottom that you, like, squeeze in the mouth of a skeleton, <laughs> like, cackles. And the guy himself has, um, like, a shredder helmet, sort of, but it's got more of a veil than a face mask. Yeah. It's strange. Who's this guy? Um, I don't know. Some demon king? They'll tell you. Tork goes over to stab him, but it doesn't go great for him. There's a pretty slow sword fight, and uh, some of the other Tamar troops join in to help, and they're also overtaken very easily. Because he's like the best or some shit. You know, like everybody that's been summoned, and then they end up being kind of shitty at everything. And they're easily defeated Yeah. at Rem the end. Remember Balin? He was pretty good until he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. This guy actually is really good at what he does. Mostly because he's intangible pretty frequently. <laughs> pretty frequently. So after uh, the, the troops and, and Torque are bested, he gets shoved back towards Maeve, and he holds up the, 
<laughs> scepter. The scepter of spookiness. Yeah. And it's got like little diamond eyes for the eyes and its mouth is just open and a perpetual scream. And it's really silly looking. And this guy shoots magic at Miter. I guess Miter didn't like him either. Um, so Miter kind of just dips for the rest of the episode because he's done. Yeah. Most, I mean, also, Maeve kind of decides that he's she's going to use him to win. W- so maybe he's trying to take control of Miter because that's what that red beam seems to do. Could be. It also can apparently just be like an attack. Yeah. Find out later. I don't know, man. Maybe it's a different node it's on a the different back of the setting. Yeah. <laughs> you flip the switch up, and it shoots out control beams, and you sw- flip it down, and it's death beams. It's concussion, concussive blasts. <laughs> Is that's oh my god! It's Cyclops' skull. Yep. Miter doesn't like that Mav has a new toy that he didn't give her. So he dips, and then Mav realizes that she can probably use this guy because they have mutual enemies, because he reveals that at one point in time he was defeated by the King of Kells, and he wants to take Kells over, except his armies are all gone because they got thrown into the demon dimension or whatever also. And Mav says, yeah, we, we got mutual enemies, so now we're best friends. And so he needs to take the best warriors or something back to become his army. Right, because his army's dead or missing or both. Uh, and believe it or not, the best warriors are the Mystic Knights. They've won the most out of everything that we've seen. I mean, I guess. They've at least not lost. That's true. They've returned everything to the status quo the most often. That's right. So in order to fulfill the prophecy of the title of the show, Torque goes to give him a horse. Yeah. The best horse. (laughs) The unspookable horse. And we cut over to Kells, where Rowan and Angus are working on uh, a model of a trebuchet. It's not really a trebuchet. It's more. It is more of a catapult. They thing. call it a catapult. Yeah, a trebuchet is a little more complicated than that. They have apparently designed and built it themselves, and they're hoping that it's going to be more accurate. In theory, they haven't tested it out, and everybody else comes in—the wizard, the king, and the other two Mystic Knights—and they're going to do a demonstration. Uh, Ivar right away makes fun of them, implying that they're dumb and that they suck, which is rude. But he's not wrong. Well, they're not engineers. (laughs) They did their best. And when they hit the launch button, it just falls apart because they forgot to screw it in or whatever. And Ivar makes fun of them. They don't have glue in the olden days, Sky. So a ghost walks in, and it's one of the Kells troops. And he announces that there's somebody here to see him. He didn't vet this guy at all. They weren't expecting anybody, but they led him straight to the <laughs> the fucking throne room. What's the worst that could happen? Oh, wait, let's watch. This guy has a super modulated voice that made it very difficult for me to understand him. But uh, you, you don't really need to listen to anything in this episode, or any of this episodes, really, to know yeah. what's going on. But he, the, the what was his name, Cog? I think it's two syllables. I'm going to call him Cog, because that's what I heard the most. Uh, yeah, I think there's a, a sound in front of her, like Kakog or Kakug. I, I did think they were saying Conaher a couple of times, which is King Dad's name, but they may have just, I don't know, maybe been talking about him and this guy in the same sentence. I, I, I got real confused, but I'm going to call him Cog. Um, he's very polite, and he bows to the king of, of, of Kells initially, and then says, I'm here to kill you and take over your shit. Then David Blaine levitates at him. Yeah, to show that he's magic. In case we forgot from two seconds ago. But also, he 
he never does anything like this again. He's nope. clearly on the ground swinging his sword in just a second. <laughs> yep. So he, he rolls he rolls towards them on a skateboard. It's obstructed. His feet are obstructed by the table, but he's definitely just getting rolled on a dolly or something. And uh, Ivar and, Ang, or, and uh, Rowan pop up to do some sword fighting. Angus has a sword, but he's mostly waiting in the wings until his he's waiting for his moment to strike, like a rogue does. Um, there's a pretty okay choreographed and shot fight between... Yeah, I mean, uh, for this show, it's not bad. Like, there's different angles, and we get to see different stuff, and it's not just dudes kicking at each other. They're clinging swords a little bit. And at one point, we see the true power of a demon as he does a backflip, and one of them yells, Oh, he's a god! He's a demon! Okay. Yeah. I mean, I've seen at least one of you do a flip, and also, you got magic powers, too, so... Like... Maybe don't throw stones. Uh, we don't know that Tiny King isn't a demon. Um, so the fight continues. Eventually, uh, Rowan and Ivar get bested, and Angus comes over and waves his sword around a lot, and uh, Cog makes fun of him uh, and gently taps the sword out of his hand. I was then... trying to figure out this man's name, Sky, and on the IMDb for this particular episode, not just the whole thing, <laughs> uh, it doesn't list the actor who plays this character, Dark Rider character, mm-hmm. but it does have uh, Lightning Bat, Rock Wolf, and Ice Lord, um, and Vin Varen. None of which appear in this none episode. Of who, yeah, none of whom are in this. That's cool. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, Cog waits patiently while Angus grabs his mace, and then when he turns back around, he shoots Angus directly in the face with uh, <laughs> with some skull blasts, because he just, gent- even though I'm he, pretty sure he didn't have it a moment ago... He's got the skull scepter. It's magic, man. With the silly helmet. And it, there's nothing about it that doesn't look ridiculous. And he, he just shoots him in the eyes. And Angus uh, ceases his hostile action. And even though Cog came here to kill Conaher or something, uh, he's satisfied with getting Angus, the one that he bested the easiest. Yeah, he, I guess he dips just so the others can't rescue Angus. I guess. But also, he's only rescued by him being defeated. But they walk into the fireplace and teleport somewhere else. Well, maybe there's a much easier way to rescue him. Like, all you have to do is slap him. Yeah, and or... and the Dark Rider knows that. But uh, <laughs> these guys don't think of that. Or or smash the Skull Scepter. Yeah. But, yeah so they step... Uh, Cog takes Angus into the flu network. And they teleport just outside of the castle. Because Kahad remembers this spell. And they couldn't have gotten too far. But they're definitely out of the castle. So Rowan yells, uh, let's go chase them. Come on, everyone. And stays standing still for another, I don't know, 30 seconds. I just, uh, chasing someone who can teleport seems like a fruitless venture to me. Yeah, it's an uphill battle. You're not going to do great, but they do find him pretty quick. So they weren't wrong after all, but. But we hate them been either way. It should have been harder. Um, So Kahad decides to go look at his scrolls because because uh, that's what Kahads do. Yeah, that's true. I, Kog did mention earlier that he was defeated by a previous king or something. So by the king's druid. So, so maybe there was yeah, there something should, in the notes. There should be pressure on Kahad to figure this the fuck out. Yeah, and King Dad stays where he is. But he does say, "I'm going to go look at my scrolls," and then later he says, "I'm going to go to my keep and look at some scrolls." So he went maybe. to a first scroll location in, <laughs> at this point. Maybe he has multiple wizard keeps. Maybe he's he, got the archives. Remember when he just found Rowan and was like, this boy is my boy? 
Yeah. Maybe he has alternate libraries where he has other abducted children maintaining his libraries. Don't worry. I got a boy looking at some stuff for us. <laughs> Nothing ominous about that sentence. <laughs> uh, so instead of breaking up to cover more ground, the three of them plus a bunch of Kel's troops Wait, walk in one single line. What do you mean instead of? It fucking works. Yeah. I guess. But it works spectacularly. They literally walk right up to the Dark Rider at Angus. Yeah. Who, whom they don't see until the last <laughs> second. But it still works. They don't have to split up. Yeah, Ivar's not even... I guess he didn't have a lot to start tracking with, but... Yeah, when someone teleports away, it's hard to do tracking. Yeah, the, the, it very literally ends. The, their, their trail very literally ends. Well, I know we walked over to the fireplace. <laughs> I guess we can look for ash footprints. They do find him right away. Jake's correct. And so Angus comes running, and he actually you know, uses his mace like you're supposed to use a mace a little bit. Yeah, he just starts fucking whipping it around as hard as he can. At their heads, which is what he should be doing in the first place. Uh, and the Dark Rider, Cog, uh, lifts up his stupid skull scepter and laser beams everybody in the face except for Ivar, Angus, or Ivar Rowan, and uh, Deirdre. Well, they can see it starting to charge up, so they dive to the ground. Um, and I presumably the Kells troops behind them can't see that because they're in the way. So they really doom that troop from the get go there. Well, Cog is up on a horse, so they should be able to see him and he holds it above his head. So it's at least eight feet off the ground. It's a hill situation though, Sky. Yeah. They're on top of the hill. Angus (laughs) runs down one. So the, the Kells troops also get mind wiped. So they spread around to go attack the, the mystic knights. And at no point do the knights decide maybe we should morph because Angus is whipping that rock at us. Uh, probably have a harder time bashing in our brains if we're wearing magic armor. Right. Or at least any armor on our heads. Yeah. I, I mean, Ivar's got his stupid hat, but... Yeah, but that'll knock that right off. Yeah. It doesn't cover all of his head like his helmet does. So the knights run away and everybody just lets that happen. Well, there's only, there's still 15 more minutes of the episode. They have to. I guess. So Angus goes and rejoins the the Dark Rider, who uh, tells him, "Don't worry, you won't be lonely for a while, uh, for long. Your friends will be here soon." Yep, and it's very comforting of him. <laughs> and then there's an act break, and when we come back, there's even more troops that were turned by by the guy. And Kells is trying to prepare for it, but then the guy just runs through the goddamn door, like Cog can just phase through shit. But he's a ghost, I guess. Uh, and everybody, all the troops on the ground are like, attack him! And then he laser beam faces them all. Except for the guy on the left. Like, the guy on the left yeah. never gets laser beamed. He just kind of decides to go with it because he doesn't want to be exactly. laser beamed. Exactly. He's like, there are way <laughs> more of them than me. I don't want to be shot in the face with that thing. Yeah. Or, he's a ghost. And everybody knew it wouldn't work. Uh, so, the, the, the castle's been breached successfully, and... Cog floats up to the top floor where Deirdre's going to check the armory for something. Um, she pulls a sword on him, doesn't use her magic weapon, and they have a, a sword fight. That's not great. But this is the same hallway where uh, Rowan got attacked by Kahad's magic boy. His magic boy? Is that what you said? Yeah, the knight that he manifested the other day. I heard what you said. I just... Uh, magic boy. I think Rowan's his magic boy, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. I do know what you're saying. Because it's disgusting. <laughs> uh, so Deirdre eventually gets the best of him for some reason. 
and then uh, the commander comes out and just grabs her by the arm. Well, he like Cog just kind of waits for her to point the sword in his face. That's because the bad choreo. It's because he knew he was cocky, Sky, because he knew he had the guards on his side too. Also, he's sort of incorporeal. That is true. Can't slice the head off a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Not with a regular sword. So Deirdre gets blasted in the face. Deirdre gets eye beamed in the face. Um, the first was kind of a gross thing to say. Um, it's only as gross as you make it, man. <laughs> yep. And the Dark Rider teleports her through a wall, and the other guards attack the other two Mystic Knights. I feel like this show hasn't been as gross as past shows because we haven't accused anyone of threatening to finger anyone else. <laughs> well, we've discussed the time period appropriate raping. Well, yeah, but that's history. That's not. That's too gross and real. Yeah, that's, that's that's not fun to talk about. That's not um, four brothers vying for the um, option to finger their sister. Jake, they very clearly said that they weren't blood related. Yeah, you can say whatever you want. Episode. Whatever you want to make it better, fellas. <laughs> There's no way they could have known that. Yeah. Um. So, <laughs> so uh, all that's left now are Rowan and Ivar. And we jump over, to, or we cut to the the throne room where King Dad is being assaulted by like, I don't know, ten troops. Uh, there's at least one guy on his side, and they're all trying to kill him. And uh, Ivar and Rowan come in to save the day. And even though these are mind wiped troops, they do retreat when Rowan kicks him in the butt. Well, I mean, yeah, where are they retreating to? I guess I don't know. And why are they retreating? They have no mind of their own. They should just keep fighting until they're dead or. Like, not mind-wiped anymore. Maybe it was dinner time. <laughs> I guess Cog does lead by example and dips a lot. So yeah, He does like to take off. Whatever. So Cog comes out, and he's like, I did find some interesting things. Um, And King Dad is like, so what do we do? Cog doesn't super know yet. Because he hasn't checked the scrolls in his room. I guess. Which he says is the safest place to go, so that's where they go. He does say that? Yeah. Okay. Did he finally learn and ward his shit from other things? Uh, no, I think it's just higher up than the throne <laughs> room. I guess. So, Rowan and Ivar are going to go and try and... Rowan and Ivar are going to try to recover the two lost Mystic Knights? Uh, They're going to do something. <laughs> it's not clear. But we jump over to Tamra and uh, Cog teleports in and he's got Deirdre... And she's got the same blank expression as Angus and the weird slow movements. And uh, Cog is just like, I'm going back for the other ones and leaves again. I mean, Uh, he does only have one day. He has to do this before sundown. Yeah, he has the arbitrary deadline. He's he's basically Cinderella. What if he had what if he had started like at noon instead of like at six in the morning? It would really. I thought that he did. I don't know. There's no real. It's not really clear what time was what. It also doesn't matter. So. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Angus and Ivar are trying to find... Or I Rowan. Mean, Rowan and Ivar are trying to find guards who aren't uh, turned. Right. That's okay. where they went to get... Right. Because they, they want Aideen to help them. Because I guess she can see magic? Sure. And she sees everybody covered in evil. You know, like pixies do, or whatever yeah. she is. Sprite? She's a sprite, right? Uh, Yes. She's a cool, refreshing glass of Sprite. <laughs> She's got that lemon-lime zest. Yeah. And uh, she's the thing you drink when it's your only option. That's right. Um, 
Cog shows back up and he tries to skull beam them. It doesn't work, and they fight the Kells troops. There was one guy who wasn't bl- blame bla- brain blasted, but he then but he is dies. now yeah. So Ivar, thinking on his feet, climbs up to the top of the stairs and yells, "I'm gonna tackle him," giving him more than enough opportunity to move out of the way. But he does get kicked anyway. So he wrestles Cog on the ground um, until Cog throws him off and then brain blasts him. None of this is spooking that horse. All these people screaming and running around. It's a very good horse. It is a very good horse. Probably dead by now. Oh, for sure. But that horse isn't freaked out by teleporting. It's not freaked out by people yelling. It's not freaked out by a dude leaping off of <laughs> like a third story height, tackling the rider off of him. Just, just a super chill ass horse. If only horses weren't terrifying monsters. <laughs> they are so tall and strong. Why is your face that big, man? Cog pops into Castle Tamra with Ivar, so they must have stopped at the stable firsthand. Yeah, because the horse is not with them. Which is kind of a shame. They probably couldn't get a horse to walk over something, so it couldn't come into the set, that set. Uh, There's too many stairs in this set. <laughs> yeah. So they got three knights, and at this point, uh, Torque has had enough, and he pulls a sword to just kill them each, and he's stopped by Cog. And, no, Torque's right. Just kill him. Yeah. Then they're not a problem anymore. They're definitely going to get this broken and they're going to fight you. But to, uh, I mean, for Cog's, uh, you know, uh, for his argument or whatever, he needs them for reasons we're not quite yeah. clear on. He's going to go take over the underworld with them. He's taking it over? Is that his deal? He said it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that changed from the first thing he said. Because I'll be honest, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention. It's hard. I Even wish. when you're looking right at it, you're yep. just like, what is happening? Well, he's got the silly voice thing, and I couldn't pick up a lot of it. And also, I talked through a fair amount of it. And you're just mad because we're still watching this stupid <laughs> show. <laughs> Kinda. Mav double dares him to go and get the last one. And um, we jump back over to Castle Kells into the wizard keep where there's two dudes who haven't been turned and Rowan, King Dad, and uh, Cod. And Aideen. Aideen is also there. She can verify that people have not been turned. Um... So Kahad looked through his encyclopedia in Skroldica and he found out that if he magics a sword to be reflective, he can bounce magic back. This is 100% how the end of The Rise of Skywalker goes. Yep. Also, uh, uh, Legend of Zelda, uh, you'd, you'd swat balls back at uh, Ganondorf, balls of magic with the Master Sword. Uh, there's any number of reflecting... Yeah. Like yeah, I was going to say, there's probably a Perseus lot more we're and not Medusa. thinking uh, There's Wolverine reflecting some guy who has like a pennant stare, and he turned him into stone with his claws and cut him up. Um, and also, this just seems like a good idea to have on all of your stuff in general, because you're constantly getting shot with magic. Right. And maybe if you could reflect it, you wouldn't get knocked down to the ground so quickly. Kahad sprinkles a whole bunch of seasoning on the sword, and instead of it having a mirror finish, it had, like, magic CG for a second, and now it's reflective. I just... So... I, uh... I hate a world where all the magic has to be a powder, like... <laughs> it's why really isn't dumb. It, why isn't it just magic? Yeah, why can't you just dip it into a stew or sometimes? Um, So, Kahad tells Rowan, this will either work or it won't. Is, yeah, man. Those were the options we had before. Yeah, they sure are. 
Rowan leaves to go f- fight Cog, I guess. Now, uh, it doesn't here, take long. Here's what you you you'd think. You say, "Okay, I know from this show, the second he leaves, the next shot is him walking into the the throne room of uh Mav's house, Tamra." Um, but this takes fucking forever for him to get there. Yeah, they must have had a lot of spare time to fill uh cuz we see him go to the the courtyard of Kells, he fights some troops there, and then he rides a horse, and then there's a bunch of other interstitial shots, like yeah, like just silhouettes of him riding against the skyline. Yep, and then uh, it's almost sundown, so Cog is getting antsy because he just wants to go back to the underworld and drag all these folks to hell. And and she, I think Maeve is like, well, just one Rowan shouldn't be that hard to defeat. Yeah, it's true, especially since. All the troops in Kells are on her side, or not on their side, at least. I don't know whose side they're... Right. And also, he throws his sword away pretty regularly. It's not hard to get it away from him. And then you can just stab him in the eye slit where his armor hole is. You'd think that, but they won't. Yeah. Um, We cut to a scene where Rowan gets jumped by a bunch of Tamra troops, and he takes the time to go ahead and fight them instead of just riding through them. Right. Or using his sword to blast a hole through them and continuing to ride. Nope, he gets off his horse and morphs. For the first time, he feels threatened, I guess. For uh, He morphs surprisingly early in the episode. That with uh, <laughs> with less than five minutes to go, he, he puts on his armor. Yeah. And at no point have they addressed that Garrett's still out there. Because they're like, there's only four Mystic Knights. Yeah. They very clearly say there's only four of them. So when was this supposed to happen originally? Uh, don't know. Doesn't seem like it should be now. Because we're watching them in the order that they came out. I've I've double-checked. Yeah. And if they were setting up, like, a reveal that Garrett's back, that would have been pretty cool. But For that's... him to come save them? Yeah, because, hey, we forgot about this one. And now he's here, and he saved us. That'd be pretty cool. I mean, it'd be annoying because Garrett's always that guy, but whatever. But well, instead... He has, he has eight more episodes to show up. As we were remarking on how long it took for Rowan to get there... Because um, it never takes them very long to get anywhere. Uh, Rowan pops out in the throne room at Tamra. Nobody tried to stop him, or it, especially the two troops standing there in the doorway. Uh, and he, <laughs> he shoots fire at Cog, who holds up the, the, the skull scepter, and it bounces the magic back at him. You know, the opposite of what was we were expecting to happen. Rowan, like sets like sets that up so far ahead <laughs> like he he places a sword long before he even starts to shoot magic at him yep so cog tells the other three mystic knights to morph they do and there's some mystic knight fighting you know how we've been desperate to see how who's the strongest mystic knight um most of it's just rowan ducking yeah and kicking you know like every fight uh at one point uh, Angus wraps his chain around him, like to to pin down his arms, but it doesn't work because Rowan does like a hip check to throw him over, and then Deirdre comes over and levels the crossbow at the back of his head, and I was like, sweet, we're gonna get a Mexican standoff or something, but no, she keeps moving, and then Rowan just kind of shoves her. He yeah, he just kind of shoves her into the other two, so they're a pile of Mystic Knights. <laughs> Very ineffective, and then Cog stands up and uses the the skull scepter to shoot face lasers at Rowan who holds his sword uh, basically with Jedi precision 
and bounces the beam directly back into Cog's face. It's set up like so carefully that it looks like a play, like <laughs> the way he just is like, all right, now I hold it like this, yep. and that guy will do this. And it reflected precisely into his eyes, and it, instead of making him beholden to himself, I guess, uh, it freed literally everyone who had been eye-blasted. So the other Mystic Knights are back on the side of the light, and instead of just murdering everyone, well, they do pull out their gauntlet blasters, and they each shoot Cog, and he falls to the ground. But they stop there instead Again. of shooting everyone in the room. Yeah. So Cog uh, decides that he's going to take Mav as his prisoner to hell. Um, and he tries to eye blast Rowan again, who, again, reflects it into his face. And he drops Mav and then falls into hell. <laughs> and that's that's a scene wrap on Cog. <laughs> it's a series wrap. We don't know that. Uh, and then Rowan, you know how they break they break the stone that gets them out. Whatever they can just magic another one. It's magic. <laughs> um, they yeah they they cut the scepter and, and the rock falls and it explodes. And instead of just killing Mav or taking her prisoner or even moving closer to her, she she stays on the ground, calling for Miter to save her, and he does and makes fun of her, and then they teleport out in green flame. Where do they go? This just is their house. Probably to the next room. <laughs> Could be. They have so much time to squish Miter, too. There's so much time to stab them Shoot each. them with your gauntlets. And then everybody, all the Tamar troops leave the throne room. So did the knight? The knights won the war, right? Everybody bad retreated. So this is their house now. But instead, yeah. they run away saying, maybe the king still needs us. Yeah. He didn't. He was fine. Yeah, because he even says, it was getting a little hairy there for a second, but then everyone turned good again. Yeah. You know, at the exact same time that you did? Yeah. So, you rushing back did nothing. Yep. In fact, you fucked up super bad. But go retake that castle. So, yeah, they're in the throne room discussing this, and then Angus has a you know a thousand mile stare because he's doing a he's doing a jape, and he walks away until Kahad shoots him in the butt with magic. (laughs) Glad that's back. So it was uh, it was sorely missed. Yep, it's been a minute since we've seen something t- happen to his asshole. <laughs> but now some magic exploded it. Great. And that's how it ends. With, that's the the dark rider <laughs> with with Angus getting blasted in the ass. A lot of blasting in this episode. A lot of ass blasting. <laughs> so Jake, how much ass blasting is too much ass blasting? I for think a any amount show? is probably too much. Mm. I mean, it was a major component of tom and jerry if memory serves so is racism though so. <laughs> yeah i feel like there's probably a fair amount in looney tunes with elmer fudd having a gun and all he probably of got... ass blasting not racism okay <laughs> well i mean there... i mean there's plenty of racism too yeah. but uh i was just confused where you were going no i got it we're, we're on the same page cool again but stuff. finally so what was the most terrific part? <laughs> uh, the most terrific part was when um, Angus and Rowan built a catapult and it fell apart. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> it was a good try on their part. They're trying to broaden their horizons. It's to remind us that they're dummies. And they built a model all on their own. They just it, forgot to glue it together. It sets up at the beginning that, hey, these guys are idiots. So I really don't thought a lot. that a catapult was going to be a part of the episode at the end. <laughs> Yeah, that would have made sense. But it you wasn't. Know, ex- you know how expensive that would be to build? I don't know. Uh, more expensive than not building it. Okay. I guess. Uh, 
I thought it was pretty terrific that they fought a guy from hell. <laughs> yeah. Who planned to drag them back to hell. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> and he was pretty effective with his stupid dollar store prop that shot face laser beams. His Halloween decoration. Yeah. He did a pretty good job up until the end there. Yeah. When he got greedy and tried to laser beam face. Like, he noticed Rohan actually... <laughs> Like, holding up the sword in a defensive position, decided to go for it anyway. I'm going to shoot this directly at that sword that guy's yeah. holding at that weird angle. Yeah, I could probably knock it out of his hand, but I'll I'll just shoot it. It's fine. Oh, damn it, it got Damn me. it. Son of a oh, bitch bear. beasting. <laughs> Who's the most likable or effective character? Is that cool-ass horse guy. <laughs> He's cool as a cucumber. He sure a, was. He's a consummate professional, both on <laughs> screen and off. He's the kind of horse that, like, you hear things about, like... Oh, he this went horse to the restaurant. Dream to work with. Yeah, this horse was awesome. He, we like at a restaurant. He signed, <laughs> he signed uh, placemats for all of his fans. He like he spends time talking to the driver of his Uber. Um, <laughs> you know, he gives back to his community. That kind of thing. That horse was cool as fuck. Sure was. Didn't get enough lines though. No, no. But you know what? He didn't complain because he's no, he's a cool he's a cool member. Yeah. Valued member of the team. Yeah. Uh, was that a Kells horse? Or was that a... That was a Tamra horse. It was a Tamra horse, yeah. Hmm. Couldn't remember where he took it from. Remember, um, Torque went and got their best horse. <laughs> right. And their best horse was that guy, Benjamin. Uh, I'm going to give it to Aideen, because she was the, the lie detector <laughs> yeah. of this episode, where she wasn't annoying, and she knew who was turned and who wasn't. She did a great job. Because of her magic eyes or whatever. Yeah. Because I guess pixies, that's what pixies see. Yeah, sure. Why not? If they have magic, they can sense magic. Sure. That's that's the one. Uh, what'd you do for a pop culture palette cleanse? Ooh, Sky, let me tell you. First of all, I know I've said it before, but I really recommend watching House Hunters Renovations. <laughs> um, if you enjoy hating people and watching things go wrong while they're trying to fix a house that's too expensive for any regular person to live in, <laughs> then that's the show for you. I really enjoy it. Are these people who are planning to live in the house, or are they flipping it? No, they're li- they're living in it. They okay. pick a house, and then they have to renovate it because they're terrible, and uh, they'll walk into it just a regular room and be like, no, no, <laughs> and and then they have to like do shit to it. It's mm. great. It sounds frustrating. You would hate it. Yeah. You would hate everything about it. Um, it's definitely a show that you couldn't... I think it helps to watch it with someone. Mm-hmm. So you can both yell? Yeah, and so you can look at someone and be like, look at this fucking asshole. <laughs> the, it's one of those... You, I talk, told you about Jedi Temple Challenge. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same way where I'd, I want to watch it with someone so I can be like, look at these fucking children be terrible. And if you say that by yourself, I just <laughs> it's it's awkward. I told you before, I'm down. We could do a sidecast. That's true. Um, also, I watched The Princess Tyre- Diaries 2, A Royal Engagement, mm-hmm. um, because... I you know I didn't know how the story ended. And <laughs> was it marriage? It uh, no, actually. Oh, I'll be damned. It's in an almost marriage, and then um, that was the only other option. And then Catwoman becomes the the queen. Which Catwoman? Anne Zoe Hathaway. Kravitz? No, no, she's not Catwoman yet. Officially. She's not not Catwoman. She, well, that's true. They're just not done filming her being Catwoman. <laughs> you say that. <laughs> Look, I know you have that costume, but come on. I'm wearing it under my clothes right now. <laughs> uh, I also watched um, The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's very good. 
You were there at least one of the times I saw I know it. I've seen. Uh, also, I texted you yesterday and told you that Turtles comic came out. Did you read that? I did. It was fine ending. It was a four-part miniseries. It, it felt rushed. Yeah, the because... ending always feels rushed in everything. Yeah. Comics. Yeah. Um, oh fuck! <laughs> we made we're it done, so cool in the beginning, yeah. and now we have no more issues. Fuck! Like they uh, spoiler alert, I guess if you don't want to know what happens, but I think it's on the cover. <laughs> uh, they bring in Metalhead to <laughs> to transform <laughs> to with those swords, but it's uh, rad. yeah, it's cool as hell. But it's like a page. <laughs> yep. Um, and then the bad guys just get away, and they're like. But next time we'll join forces again. So yeah. I think there will be another one. Shredder, hopefully, pretty much. He he should have kept the green coin. There was no reason he should have lost it. Yeah. and then he does. But uh, yeah, Whatever. I mean, overall, good miniseries. Yeah, I liked it. It's fun. It's fun uh, to see those kids intermingle. Yeah. Have you been reading X Men? Like, I haven't. I haven't read it yet. You haven't read any of it, or did you plan to? Uh, eventually, but you can. I mean, not, I can't spoil it because it's not a story. It's every <laughs> epi- or every comic doesn't relate to the one before it. So they're like, oh, that things, things will happen at the end of an issue and you'll be like, what does this mean? Where, where does this? And I'm sure because it's Jonathan Hickman, it'll all pay off eventually. But it's really annoying to be like, to uh, re-figure out what characters are doing what each each issue. Mm-hmm. I, I read like three or four of them in the last couple of days to get all caught up and I don't love it. And then I remembered that's why I stopped reading them regularly. <laughs> Are they still calling gold balls egg? Uh, I think so. He's not really in any of them. They just refer to the five and I, he's the only one I remember that is one of the five. <laughs> I see. Remember when they had the Phoenix five and that didn't go great. Well, yeah, but they were doing a different thing. They weren't bringing back mutants. Yeah, they were kind of, they were supposed to be. Well, yeah, but not the- from the dead, but like reactivating right. them. And um, then they also did achieve world peace. They kind of did in this, I guess. I don't know. What else did I? I finished. Oh, I got caught up in Miss Marvel too, and that's always good. Miss Marvel is very good. Yeah, uh, it's it's pretty consistently good. And then I read the first issue of Doctor Afra, which is pretty good. And I read one other thing. Doctor what? Doctor Afra. It's a Star Wars comic. She's like. The Indiana Jones of Star Wars. She's an archaeologist, and she's always getting into trouble. It's well, pretty good. Hard to not in that universe. There's a there's a killer R two and three PO robots that she's friends with, and a big scary black Chewbacca. <laughs> oh, and I read the Star Wars Bounty Hunters issue two, which um, is not my favorite, but I read it. <laughs> good job. I think that's everything. Unless you want to hear about each Simpsons episode I took a nap during. Nah. Okay. Okay. It was a long nap, so it's like <laughs> seven episodes. Uh-huh. Um, go on, Sky. You do the thing now that I just did. I don't know. I didn't really do much. Uh, Hulu keeps telling me about Ultimate Tag, and I'm <laughs> oh, kind of yeah. into it. I like. I I haven't watched any of it because it. How you know? How good could it be? And it seems it's, like a thing that I'd have to have another person. I was gonna say it's that same thing where yeah. you need someone else. I mean, I did watch all of Knife or Death by myself, so <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty dumb. So uh, it, it sounds fun, and it also sounds exhausting. Does Hulu show you a lot of insurance commercials? Yeah, like it's almost exclusively insurance commercials. <laughs> yeah, uh, and YouTube's been there. showing me a lot of Biden. 
yeah. saying that I should join his team. And the first sentence he says, he stumbles over his words. It's like, was that your best take? Are you are you one take, Joe? Because you're not. He had to go back to bed. <laughs> he looks it. He looks horrible in it. Yeah, well, that's our best but, bet, pal. I know, and I'm really pissed that we have to choose between two sex predators. Excuse me, two alleged sex predators. I think one of them is uh, paid settlement, so that alleged... Yeah, but if he hasn't been convicted... I guess that's true. You have to say alleged, otherwise it's slander. And uh, and he's nothing if not litigious, so he'll come yeah. after us. Remember how he had like 3,500 lawsuits? Remember yesterday how he had to prove he could drink out of a glass of water with one hand? Oh, was that an actual thing? <laughs> yep. Okay. I I saw somebody mention that, but I didn't know that was a real thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know I haven't seen it happen, but I kind of assumed that he could. Um. Oh, no, I assumed that he couldn't because... Because he can't do most things? Well, no, because when he talked at West Point last week, he picks up a glass of water like this. You're going to have to cut it out because it's got hand motions. <laughs> he picks up a glass of water like this. He brings it to here and then pushes it the rest of the way with his other hand. Well, like a like an insane person. Well, there are different forms of uh, dementia that. Oh, I know. With uh, I spend a lot of time control. on the internet. <laughs> uh, it also explains his weird, bizarre posture. Uh, those are, those are also the lifts in his shoes <laughs> that don't help. Well, yeah, but he's also pitched forward like a pea. Right, but the lifts in your shoes do that. It's like standing on high heels weirdly. There's a picture from that same West Point uh, meeting last week where his feet like barely go into his shoes because the the lifts inside <laughs> of them are so so thick. God. Can you imagine having an ego so fragile? Well, yeah, that's why I dress like this is because I'm afraid. <laughs> afraid of what? <laughs> Everything. All right. That does explain why you're wearing a suit of armor. <laughs> like that man who built a bear-proof costume. Oh, boy. Well, I, you I, edit out as much of that as you feel. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Donald Trump, if you're listening, and I hope you are, you can eat a big old bag of dicks. Same thing with McConnell and Lindsey Graham and the rest of you. You're all bad at your jobs, especially Mitch McConnell. That yeah, weird little turtle-faced man. <laughs> He's barely won his last... Like, he spends, like, three times the amount on his re-election campaigns, and he just barely squeaks out victories. Yeah, we'll see what happens this time. God, I oh, well, I, he, he's doing all that voter suppression, so he's going to win again. Yeah. God, I, I hope he dies, honestly. I just hope he... I hope he dies. I mean, we've been hoping Trump would die, and he didn't. Yeah, so. but... You gotta... I want him to die, too, but I want McConnell to die. A lot. Trump, I genuinely don't think he realizes that there are other people. <laughs> like Tr- McConnell seems to be maliciously evil, whereas Trump just isn't aware that other people exist, which doesn't excuse his behaviors, but does explain them. I, don't, I think it would be more fun if we took back the Senate and made him sit in a Senate where uh, they voted for all the things he's against. <laughs> no, I don't want him to have any position of power at all well sky i want him (laughs) i would love for him to be in a vegetative state where his mind is conscious but he can't move 
Well, you know, I'm my not worst gonna, nightmare. I want him to have that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna suggest that you um, put him there on this record. <laughs> I'm not saying I would do it. These are all. It's because you're a damn coward. Hey, Scott. hey, the law. This is all hypothetical and jokes. <laughs> just um, like, just like your guy joking about uh, not testing people, so the numbers went down. Yeah, and also, you know, killing families of terrorists and and putting children in camps. Um. <laughs> this this fun podcast has gotten um, too well, heavy, Sky. Here's the thing: <laughs> everything is on fire, and it can be there's you can draw a pretty straight line to the problems uh, to their source. Yeah, but our podcast is not on fire. That's true. Not yet. Give Let's it see. time. We got these very edgy takes on the political system here in yeah. America. But anyway. <laughs> That will probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want to, you can follow the show at Failed Pop Culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. And you can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. Oh. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. What was that sound you made? I just remembered oh, okay. that the um, Pokemon next, or, uh, DLC came out. So I've been running around the gallery again, collecting more Pokemons. Oh, t- uh, Tuesday, Star Wars Pod Racer comes out finally. <laughs> So I'm excited for that. Neat. They gave me a new bear Pokemon. It was Cub Fu or something. He's like a little little karate bear. It's the best kind of bear to be. Pretty sweet. Little karate bear. Yeah. And now I can walk around with a Luxray again, which is nice. I posted a, a picture of me, of my character standing with it in the you got Wait, you get that uh, app where you brush your teeth with a Pokemon? I did not. <laughs> you should do that. Pokemon teeth? I think yeah. it's Pokemon smile. Yeah, that's it. But, I mean, Pokemon Teeth isn't that far off. Um, it's called Pokemon Tooth and Gum. They also gave us new outfits. So I got to put on uh, a whole bunch of stuff on my avatar. You just have, do you just have screenshots from your... Uh, the Switch lets you take a photo, and then you can post it directly to Twitter. Uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I was going to say screenshots from your, your Switch. Yeah. I went onto my Twitter to show you. I don't have oh. it on my phone. Um, but, yeah, so thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, vote out McConnell. You going to say your thing? Oh, stay frosty. I didn't know it was over. I thought you were going to say something else. Nope. Well, then get the fuck out of here, everyone. (laughs) 